thank you very much. Um, yeah, thank you. Thank you. We do marketing. Um, I'm not very good, but um, the two children in my school teach me. So, my name is Helen. I'm a teacher. Ooh. Uh, put your hands up if you're a teacher here. Oh, I salute you. Excellent. Yeah, we have a hard time. We do, we've got our to-dos list. Our, you know, I, I don't want to bore you, but we do get some nice holidays. <laughs> Teachers are really good at moaning. Um, I'm not one of them. Um, but I do salute you. Um, it's such an honour to be here. I am not an expert. I've been teaching children with special educational needs since 2005. I, I can't diagnose anyone. <laughs> and you're probably better at this than me. If, if you've got a son or a daughter or a grandson or a niece or a nephew that has got a special educational need, I want to honour you today. Is there anyone in the room? I, I just want to, can we, can we just give them a clap? I love, and I can't say enough, I love working with children with special educational needs. It is an honour, and it is the heart of God. Do you know, I've been amazed. Um, you could have a, a room full, a party going on, a PE lesson, and you've got, you know, children with Down syndrome all the way up to the autistic spectrum. And some of the, some of the expressions, some of their mannerisms are really from the heart of God. Like they want everyone to succeed. We could learn a few things yeah. about children with special educational needs. They're brave. Mm. They know how to push through when everyone else is saying, oh, they're not developing. He still can't read. Oh, he's not sitting up. Oh, he's not doing the same as his brother or his sister. They know how to push on. They're resilient, but they need including. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And that's my heart. So this afternoon, I've got my teacher's hat on, but you've got to know my heart. Yeah. I'm privileged to be a Christian in a school that's, you know, 95% non-Christian. Mm. You know, when I walked in, I said, give me the RE. I'll do it. Really? Yeah, give me the army. Do you want me to do your collective worship? Yeah, have it. Yes. Because the only, the only thing my children know, I was telling Elena, is they only know the name of Jesus. Yeah, we do do a bit of army. A bit of Eid. But I'm in charge, so I do. I, I, you know, you can get away with quite a bit. But if you're a Christian teacher here, um, you stand in the gap for your class, don't you? Yeah, that's right. On my watch, my kids are under my care. My own kids are grown up, but the kids in my class, gosh, they're in, you know, it's an honour and a privilege. So it's a little bit educationally, there's a lot of jargon in education. Um, but I, wanna, I want to make this as practical as I can, because a lot of things that we will discuss, they're not just for children that have got an extra chromosome. They're for everyone, yeah. okay? So my aims today, <coughs> just to have a better understanding of what is SEN. There we are, it's my first acronym. There's <laughs> loads. Um, we're going to look at spotting potential behaviours. 
They're quite fun, actually. And then we're going to look at our role as the church, as leaders, and behaviour strategies. You know, my, my remit today is not going through behaviours, but I guess maybe some of the questions at the end might be, you know, we've got a little child doing this. What do you suggest? Um, we're going to look at structuring sessions, a little bit about visual and teaching strategies, and then I'm going to lead you on to my favourite, favourite thing, is sensory stories. Okay. So, what are special educational needs? Or if you're from Wales, we always like to do things different in Wales. Um, we're changing SEN to ALN, additional learning needs. And there's a new bill coming in in September. It's quite important you know this because it might have an implication with England. The ALN. Uh, I can't even say it. The additional learning bill or additional learning need bill is quite a big deal in Wales and it will have a lot to do with safeguarding so look out for that at the end of the year. So what do we know about SEN? What have you come across? Shout them out to me. Autism. ADHD. Anyone know what that is? Attention deficit hyperactive disorder. Some of our congregation have got that. Let me tell you, if you've seen a child with severe ADHD, kangaroo comes to mind. Okay, ADHD, autism, Asperger's, Down syndrome. <laughs> Dyslexia, dyspraxia, cerebral palsy, sensory impairment, Tourette syndrome, global delay, hearing impairment, visual impairment. What about children coming from another country? English is a traditional language. It's, it's a big deal. What about if you break your leg? If your child, I mean, how many of our children have broken a limb? That is a is a is an additional learning need. They have to go in in a wheelchair, don't they? Or you know, or as my son found out when he broke his thumb, he couldn't do the spelling test. <laughs> <laughs> additional learning needs so his teacher put her on, put him on the computer and there was spell check oh he loved it in that week he said guess what mum hundreds oh no this is amazing we all needed help with his reading so we've all we've all had some you know if you've had children here i've got three of my own and they've all got different needs you know, one needed help with spelling, one was hopeless at maths, or two were actually. Um, one, did, one always had an amazing spelling age, the other poor boy had to go to Kumon, we took him every week to try and get him up to speed. So all of us, at some point, have had a special educational need. So what type of behaviours might you see with a special educational need? Well, we've got quite a few slides. So... You might see some hand flapping or rocking. Very common. Very common. I'm, you know, I'm talking of children, but some adults display it as well. Um, 
they may show an unusual reaction to pain. A little girl in my class came in with um, big blisters on her fingers. She touched the hot plate on the oven and her mum hadn't, hadn't seen her. She hadn't cried. She had no reaction to pain in her fingers. This is the opposite to the hugging. They don't like being touched or held. Um, this is something we see a lot. They may bring something into Sunday school or adventure zone or whatever you call it and they refuse to give it up. <laughs> it could be that it's usually something to do with computers or, or Thomas the Tank Engine or some nerve gun. Um, <laughs> 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 Sorry. <laughs> um, they might react to um, shouting or loud noises or PA feedback. We get a lot of that in church. We get a lot of it in school with our chronic PA systems. So we have lots of children with um, ear defenders on. Aggressive reactions, shouting out. <coughs> Swearing, that goes down well in church. <laughs> I mean, I'm from a sheltered background, but man, in my school, I've learned quite a few new swear words. <laughs> and they're from the three-year-olds. <laughs> Transitions. What I mean is, in school, that transition means from going to the classroom to going to the playground. Or it might go from the classroom to um, the hall, or it might go into dinner, or it might be home time, or whatever. In church, it could be coming from the main service, and then the, the guy at the front says, right, can all the children leave? That could be when that child kicks off. Not because your Sunday school's not very good. <laughs> it's just transition. Fighting, biting, scramming, and throwing equipment. That was my class last year. Um, very literal. So... No. <laughs> what more can I say? But these children never lie. That's good. Um, unwilling to share. Yeah. Poor social reactions would hate it being in a large group. So you may have you may have a story in a, well in in a, in a classroom, and you might have little Johnny at the back, and he looks like he's messing around, but actually he can't come into the main group because you just can't cope with a large crowd or a large group. They're still listening, but they're just hanging around the back. Because if you ask a question, they're the first ones to answer. They just can't cope with a large crowd. Um, speech and language delay, cannot understand their speech. And these are not little ones. I've got year six, and I've got an 11 year old boy who's cognitively all there. He cannot get himself understood. And it's so frustrating for him. This could be any of our own children. They don't like the word no. But if you're suffering with on the ASD spectrum and you really don't like the word no, and someone says no, and their immediate reaction is to give you a slap, that's not because they, they, they don't like the negative reaction. You do get children that really don't, need, don't like that, that word. So we have to say it in a different way, like finished. Um, cry when lose a game. That might be you. Um, poor fine motor skills. So you give them a piece of paper and they rip it up. Not doing that. Um, clumsy, poor muscle control. 
they always spill the drinks. Um, diet, poor fussy eater, or they make a mess eating. Um, poor memory, this is another one, seems aloof, can't get eye contact. That is a, um, a behaviour we, we see a lot. Quite a few in the congregation, isn't there? <laughs> okay. So I just thought of when I was talking about behaviour, I thought there might be some um, behaviour strategies we could just quickly look at. So I've chosen um, four here. State what you're looking for before the beginning of a session. So if you've got a, ch um, it, when my class come sit round for a story, I say I'm looking for good listening, good looking, good sitting. Did you get that? What was good looking? Good looking. So you've stated what you want. There's no point telling little Johnny five minutes into, sit down, I need good, I need good sitting. No, you state it before you start. That's good in any Sunday school. Every child needs reminding. You know, like Elena said, they've all had arguments on the way to church. You know, Dad's fallen out with Mum. They forgot that. Oh, I forgot this. Did you put the dinner on? I don't know. Did you put the timer on? You know, everyone's had a rush in. Every child needs reminding the expectations before your session. Pick your battles. In a special school, we could pick. <laughs> you could pick a fight within two minutes. As I say to my TAs. Don't pick up the rope unless you're prepared for the fight. Don't go there. Consistency. Make sure you're all consistent in your behaviour management. We know that when you've got your team A, team B, team C and team D, if you're lucky. Or maybe it's just you doing it every week, Sunday school. But... You know the well-meaning people that come in and want to help, but they unpick your behaviour strategies as soon as they've come in. Because they, they go, well, I don't like that, that child's been naughty. Well, well I don't like that word, because no child is naughty. It's naughty behaviour, but it's not a naughty child. Because they get picked on all the time. Um, so consistency is key. And maybe time out. Do you need time out, Nick? <laughs> you know, go and have a, go and have some time out over there. Go and sit on my sofa. Go and have some time. Go and sit with Auntie So and So. It's just a time out. You know, some children need rescuing out of their behaviour. And, and to be honest, a lot of the children in my school—they're only little. Some of them, but some of them are big. They get embarrassed by the way they behave. They can't help it. So sometimes we've got to rescue them and said, come with me, let's do some time out. <coughs> it works, honestly. There's lots of other things you can do, we haven't got time. Okay, so your role, oh, pray. I pray for my class. So when I get a new child coming in, I'm out of a file that thick. Oh, they've got this wrong with them, that, 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 that. I've, I learned the hard way. Well, it wasn't really the hard way, it was the best way. I just took that child, when they came in, I just observed them. And I just got to know that child. Because any label on a child sometimes doesn't, it's not that helpful. 
I mean, it's different if a child is autistic. It's good to know before you say the word no. But you need some heavenly strategies. I need heavenly strategies and I pray, especially for the children I find the most difficult, the ones displaying the most severe behaviour. And let's face it, we get them. We get children that are not with a statement with severe behaviour difficulties um, because of their environment, where they've, where they've come from, their parenting or lack of parenting that they've had in their lives. So pray. God has given me such amazing strategies. And I've been doing this for a long time. But I go to him, and we can go to him with any child we find difficult. And the next thing is to build a team that care. You need to be, you, you all care, or she wouldn't be here. You're amazing. And I know some of you are nodding when I say this. You've, you've seen it in your own church setting, or if you work in school, you see it. You need a team that cares. So you don't just want volunteers. You want caring volunteers. You want Elena bottled up. <laughs> if we could bottle up you and then yeah. take you around, that would be really good. And Ian. And all of you. Um, be inclusive. All areas of the church can be inclusive, even church members. So you can model being inclusive. I was talking to Elena and her husband earlier, and they were saying that they... You don't mind me sharing. <laughs> um, they, they get a little girl in a wheelchair, and so if you get a little girl coming in to Sunday school, I keep calling it Sunday school because it's just in my brain, okay? I know you probably don't call it that now. Um, but it, it's quite easy to just speak to the carer and not the child. Yeah. And actually, that says a lot. It says a lot to the little girl. And you see it in, in church, as you see that, you don't see it in a special school because that's our job. But you'd see it even in a mainstream school sometimes. Oh, they can't hear. So you can model how you greet your children and that we can model how inclusive we are with the way we behave and the way we make it a priority. And then by being inclusive, we can look at the environment, the resources. And um, where's Emma? Yeah, she was saying that their church have put up little signs around anyone know what this is? It's the toilet. <laughs> Not everyone knows where the toilet is. If you're little, even if you haven't got a special education needs, you need to know where the toilets are. So you can put that, would you put that up here high? No. I would know you put them low so the children can see. Uh, little signs like coats, bags, um, door. You know, we have them everywhere. We take it for granted but the children can see and it helps them navigate their way around. Um, look at the resources. If your resources are for uh, a load of worksheets and um, word searches, they're not going to get very far with <laughs> children with special educational needs because they will just... <laughs> so look at your resources. They've got to be purposeful. They've got to be robust. 
They've got to be something that a child can manipulate and play with, and something they can understand doing. Seems quite obvious, I know, but um, ask the parents for help. Parents are the experts. Grandparents are the experts. They, you need to ask them, what do we do? What would you like us to do for your child? What works well? What do they like doing? Listen to them. They know they have it 24-7. In school, I only have them. Nine o'clock, we feed them breakfast. Breakfast is a big thing in special schools. And then we let them go at quarter past three. I know for some parents, they're dreading their child coming home. They're dreading the behaviour they might get overnight, at the weekend, in the school holidays. <coughs> Parents know what to do. And another thing that's really helpful, say you have a child um, come in and, well, they're very, they have complex needs. Then a one-page profile, I don't know if you've heard of one, I'll only mention it, you can Google it, it is in the new um, bill that's coming out. Do a one-page profile for that child. If you need to the next slide, this is a one-page profile. I know this is very educational, but it might be helpful for someone here today. You put the child's photograph in the middle, and then you can make your own boxes. What I, you know, what's the what's the family like? Well, he comes with mum, stepdad, or whatever, ten siblings, whatever. Great things about me. What is important to me? Do not take my Thomas the Tank Engine off me. That might be really important for everyone to know. Because um, your volunteer that comes in and goes, I'll have that Thomas. <gasps> it might be the worst thing she ever does. <laughs> um, the best way to support me, don't say the word no. I mean, I've mentioned that. It's only one child that I got slapped. <laughs> but it was a big thing. It could be anything. You know, I need time, I need space to answer, please include me. Or I might play at the back, but I still listen. Yeah? Okay. So that's quite helpful. Structuring sessions, make it fun. Make it fun. Does anyone know who that little, that uh, clown is? <laughs> Mr. Tumble, he came to my school. Oh. It was a bit rude at, play, at break time, um, but no, well, I mean, rude, he needed some space. I think he gets into the role and he takes it very seriously. Mr. Tumble teaches Makaton Sign Language and I, he is silly, he is annoying and sort of, you know that song that gets on your, you know, gets on your nerves, Mr. Tumble gets on your nerves, but actually children love him. And if you're struggling to make your sessions fun and you want to involve some sign language, get watching something special on CBeebies. Um, learn through practical and real life um, activities. Like Ian was saying, apply God's word. If you're talking about love, maybe you can do some, um, some drama, some songs about love, you know, caring <coughs> for pets. You know, caring for each other, wrapping a dolly up in, in bandages. It's all relaying love or whatever you're doing. 
Um, use simple language, Macton signing. I won't go on to that because we've we've done a bit of signing, but it is really helpful. I, I honestly I wouldn't I wouldn't tell you to do it unless it was. It is really helpful. We take it for granted that we can say what we want. I can communicate to you, which I am doing now, and you're listening and hopefully understanding or taking bits and bobs. But a child who can't express themselves, who cannot speak, who feels they haven't got a voice, then signing is good. And let me give you a word of advice. If a child comes to you and goes like this, they need the toilet, okay? Now don't say, oh, I don't know, did she say she wanted the toilet or she wants to know where they are? No, toilet now, toilet, okay, right. So, structuring sessions, routines, children love routines. Oh, it's boring. No, staff say it's boring, but children don't. Children feel safe. So maybe you could introduce, introduce a little hello song when they come in, or a welcome. We sing in Welsh when they come in. Good morning, friends. How are you? That's in my class. I don't know how you would do it in church. It's worth doing. If all else fails, get the songs on, dancing, you know, scrap plan A, go with some um, dancing. Lo loads of action songs, kids know, you know, they need it. My God, he's so big. Anything. And a tidy up song. Mm. Oh, this is a bit basic today, isn't it? <laughs> well, how many children when you say, right, tidy up time, they're all gone. <laughs> <laughs> happens in my house, never mind in school. <laughs> Not looking anywhere. But um, a tidy up song. You could put Mission Impossible song on, do, 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 and the children get used to putting things away. I know it seems a bit like I'm telling you the obvious, but you forget about those routines because you're doing, you've been doing this so many years, you've forgotten that it's worthwhile. And then another thing is stopping signal. A stopping signal is so useful. I've watched, um, let's say, trainee teachers, or even even well-meaning teachers in church trying to get everyone's attention and they go, will you be quiet? <laughs> and they've lost it. <laughs> I tell you, will be quiet? It doesn't work. So my little signal in school is in, die, tree, stop. And everyone stops. Okay, you don't have to speak in Welsh. I'm English, I'm Yorkshire, I've had to learn Welsh. One, two, three, stop. Oh, that's never going to work. Oh, that's never going to work. You could do it in church, actually. <laughs> Couldn't you? You know, I'm doing the notices and everyone's chatting, trying to get them. One, two, three, stop. <laughs> it does work. You need it. So you're going to lose your voice. Okay. Okay, now visual timetables. Now, you think, oh, this is where I'm not going to do this. I'm going to ask you, what visual strategies do you use to help you plan out the week? Calendar? Diary. Anything else? Got one there. Got, got a programme. I use my phone. 
Now, I need prompts, I need reminders, I need visual stimuli to help me plan the day. I needed to be reminded that I was speaking today. Not that I didn't, actually. <laughs> I've been dreading it, no, no. I've been dreading it. But I needed reminding. And we expect children who've got pro, um, you know, very low cognitive ability, processing skills, to understand what's going to happen. So they come out from church, there could be 40 of them, well, they're just following the crowd, they've got a clue what they're doing. So this is very important. So I've just put a few out. So we're going to be doing news, or you could put registration, or I don't know what you're going to put. We're going to do some, I thought that was churchy, so I put that one up, collective worship. And then when we've done that, we're going to do singing, then we're going to do some writing. Probably not a good idea, but we do do writing. But probably not in church. And then we're going home. A child understands, oh, that's what we're doing this morning. Mind you, there's only one problem with this. You've got to stick to the schedule. <laughs> As they don't like it. Well, you said. <laughs> Could get a bit tricky. <laughs> so... Yeah, and you know, we know what church is like. There's always an interruption. There's always some family that comes in really late. You go, did you come late for the first service? Or you arrive in for the... You don't know. You finish at quarter past 12, you're coming at uh, 12 o'clock. There's always people that come in. We, we know there's always going to be interruptions and disturbances. So, but honestly, it does help. And you could take... So we've done news... And you could, you could take each one off when you've done it. Really helpful. Might be something, you put three little signs. I don't know what you're going to do. Might need to do a home time or a mummy and daddy sign. And that could be quite helpful. Also pictorial symbols. Put them around your church. Or you could ask someone. Sorry. Do you need the toilet? And then you would take the Nazi. Don't ask me again. I said it was practical, but not that practical. But you, you can. So when that child is doing this, and you go, Do you need the toilet, Nick? And, you know, they can. Oh, toilet, yeah, toilet. And so they can make themselves understood. Or you can go, Stop. And they look, and they can look at the sign. You might want to get lanyards with them on. That's a bit technical. So I don't want to go there just yet. Okay. So break down tasks into manageable little tasks. You know, asking a child to go, go and brush your teeth. We take it for granted. Go and get your toothbrush. Wet your toothbrush with water. Put some toothpaste on. Turn the tap off, brush your teeth, spit into the basin, rinse your toothbrush, put it back. That was just first thing on my, on my mind. You might say to a child, you go and hang your coat up and take your shoes off. They won't remember any of it. But to take your time, keep them simple. Now I know this, if you're on a tight budget, you might go, oh, well, it'd be nice. An interactive whiteboard, I've got to say, we. There's three competences in the new curriculum in Wales. Now, you would think there would be maths, English, 
science, but they're not. They're literacy, numeracy, and digital competence. Children are far more savvy than we are. And it might be something for the future you can look at. I think a, a smart board is a very smart move if you've got a nice budget. <laughs> but having an iPad might be helpful for the little child who loves iPads but is struggling to cope with um, your Sunday school. But you know as a reward you can get them to do something then they can go on the iPad. Might be something, might not. Might cause chaos because all the other ones want one. <laughs> Rewards. Basic. You don't need to give them sweets. I give them stickers. Kids love stickers. Stickers mean points. Points mean prizes. Get a treasure box. You don't need to fill it with junk. You fill it with McDonald's toys. That is still junk, I know. <laughs> My kids love junk. They love bouncy balls. They love, well, anything. Anything, but they love receiving a reward. They love yeah. praise. Thank you for sitting. You are sitting so nicely. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Loving it. They love. They love rewarders, being rewarded and praised. Consider alternatives to handwriting. Some kids that are failing at school hate handwriting. They hate reading. Consider something else. Jesus didn't call us to do handwriting, did he? <laughs> we can think out the box. We can think out the box. And always encourage participation, no matter how small. Okay. Okay, now my favourite bit is turning a story into a sensory story. Now, Jesus was the best storyteller ever. I mean, who would like to teach to 5,000 men, 5,000 women, and how many children there are? But how many do we reckon Jesus spoke to on the day? That, yeah, I mean, it, it could be it's thousands. Imagine the kids there. Now, it didn't say in the Bible it was a big riot and the kids all had to go out. I bet the kids were sat there and Jesus was the most amazing communicator. The Holy Spirit is the best communicator you could ever have. And he can communicate at our level of understanding. And I know that from a school perspective. So how much more in a church perspective? I mean, I did it the Easter story once. I always do it, to be honest. And I got a big... I'm into visual aids, big time. And Isabel knows, because she's, you're a big visual aider as well. And I, I found a piece of cardboard and we made it into a big stone. And so we were gonna roll it over the grave. So I got three little Down syndrome children to be Roman soldiers and they come up and they, oh, they push the stone over, over the grave. And I asked, you know, the angel, was another child with um, difficulties to come and take the stone away. And we had a, a massive celebration at the end. And I remember a little boy, he was about nine, he didn't really say a lot. He was very shy, come from a terrible background, speech and language, global delay. He whooped into the, into the air, he, he, gave, he fist pumped and he went, that was wonderful! <laughs> and I thought, 
says anything. And that week he said to me, Helen, in, in a roundabout way, because he has speech language problems, speech language problems, does Jesus know my name? And I said, yes, he does know, know your name. And, and I couldn't pray with him, he's not allowed. But just that, I, just a school assembly, Jesus, he is fantastic, isn't he? So think of the way you tell a story. So the type of story I'm asking you to think about is to use all our senses, our sight, <coughs> our hearing, touch, smell, and taste. I've lost some of you already. <laughs> Telling a story in words and a sensory stimuli. This, honestly, you get, you get children riveted. They want, they want to be involved. Um, obviously, we, we do it with all sorts of stories. Goldilocks and the Three Bears. Sleeping Beauty, but I have done this type of story with um, Jesus Calms the Storm, and I'll tell you what I did in a minute. It increases confidence in children with SEN. They can participate, they're involved. It also increases their tolerance to stimuli, and it's really enjoyable for all children and adults. Okay, so you choose a story. I said a Bible story because we're in church, okay? And Jesus told a good story, didn't he? Summarise it. They reckon you should pick ten key words. Obviously, if you've got a, a church setting and you've got mostly, you've only got a couple of children that you think won't be able to access it, obviously don't summarise it. Keep it as long as you can, but keep it quite simple. Because you've, you've got to be inclusive for everyone in church, haven't you? Not just concentrate on, on just a few. Find props and make some noise and use your imagination. Now, I did Jesus Comes a Storm. So on the whiteboard, I, I went on YouTube and I got Stormy Sea. So you can imagine the Stormy Sea noise. You can see the waves. I turned the lights off. Whoa. I got a fan on. <laughs> <laughs> Turned it on mega. I had a water spray. <gasps> the TAs on the front row, that, that really woke them up. Children were loving it. I got a bucket with some plastic fish in it. But you could have real fish, couldn't you, for the authenticness? <laughs> you really get your own back. And I was dressed in a waterproof, looking really silly. When he's on, and so I told the story of Jesus. Um, well, no, we were yeah, he was asleep, wasn't it? I told him about the storm, and the storm was raging, and there was massive waves, and oh, and I was throwing on oh, people. I was waking everyone up in the in the school assembly, and um, then I got Jesus was one of the children. He was laid on a bed. He got up, and then. I turned the fan on quietly once he said stop. It's a little dance syndrome boy, stop. And then we turned uh, we turned the stormy sea off and we got little birds singing, the sun shining, the lights went on. I got like um I took my waterproof off 
and, um, and the children could understand the difference between the storm and then everything was all right, everything was calm. And they went, whoa, Jesus, whoa. <laughs> yes, come on, really working. It really works. So I want you to do this now. Ooh. So you've come in groups, haven't you? Some of you are going to do You have come in a group. And what I want you to do, I want you to think of a story, a Bible story. And I've even done these for you. Which you don't have to use. You put your story title in the middle. And then you think of all the props you could use. Oh, some of you are going, oh, this is amazing. I really wanted to do this. This is my calling. Some of you are going, oh, I haven't got a clue. <laughs> Just start where you are. You know, it, it, you might need glitter. You might need... I was thinking of the Easter story. You might need... Well, we won't say blood. Let's not bring that in. You might need... Um, the colour purple. You might need a purple cloth. You might need cocktail sticks for thorns. Just, you know, a piece of wood. Like a, a tree. You might need a crowd on, on, on YouTube playing... Or you might need the rip of a curtain. Or I'm just, you know, think out the box. So you, I'm going to let you have about three minutes. <laughs> Sorry. We can have a whole lesson on sensory stories. You're just having the brief outline. You're lucky. So if I just, I'll, we'll give a few out. Give you about five minutes, and then we'll have a little bit of a feedback. Thank you so much. Now. Who is brave enough to tell us their amazing story? Now, I've only given you, what, five minutes? In school, we, we go ages. You know, we, we can go on the internet. We can, so I think there are some amazing stories. So come on, you man. Hi, this is my colleagues. That's coming to Ellen. Right, now. Uh, we've uh, chosen to do the story of the wise and foolish builders. Oh. Yes. And uh, there's so many things we've come up with. Now, we're always struggling with the smells bit, but we think we came up with a solution. Now, uh, for the kids to touch, we're going to have uh, bags of sand and rocks and building blocks. And we have got Jenga blocks, which you could try and use to build the house and then destroy it. When it gets destroyed. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. And then for them to see, you have cardboard painted as bricks. Mm -hmm. For them to see yeah. that there's a house, it stands, and this is what it looks like. And then for the actions, because the house is going to be falling down, we might need to have some hammers, mm -hmm. where we have the action from the wise men, and you also have them wearing some high-vis jackets, because we oh, don't have this. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then for the smells, we're talking about the smell of sand. Could be dry sand or sand mixed with water, yeah. like what you see at the beach. Mm -hmm. And then for the sounds, crushing sounds, where they crush the things, we have a bit of hammering and the wise men song, which yeah, we'll sing about. Good, yeah. And then we have Bob the Builder. Right. Now, then the taste which we thought about, it's not a bit 
difficult, but we ended up thinking like maybe we could have some uh, good food and some bad food uh, just to introduce a bit of the smells there. That's the only thing. Or we could get some dry leaves and wet leaves, that kind of thing. the sort of the, the, the drama unfolding and what have you that's going to sound and pictures of flames and then in the actions then we're going to have the guards all shouting and, and going ah with the fire and all the rest of it and then there will be three people like say three of the children you choose three of the children and one other to be an angel outside the, the furnace and you sort of do a little drama with them with all that going on Sunday. We're given that it's Easter soon, we thought it was pretty reasonable. Um, so the first thing we thought we'd do is that we would get the kids to decorate a donkey, because obviously Jesus was um, sitting on a young donkey. Then for the actual bit of the, um, the bit where we'd be acting out the actual thing, we'd get the kids, we'd give them all palm leaves to, to wave. Um, we'd also get them to lay their coats on the floor. Brilliant. So that the, yeah. so that Jesus on the dog yeah. can walk over it, and uh, while that's all happening, and while that's happening, we would get the kids to you know act as the crowds, yeah. making lots of noises, saying Hosanna, waving their leaves, mm -hmm. and then we'd probably pick like a Hosanna song, yeah. um, either one of the religiousy ones or possibly just the one from Jesus Christ Superstar, since it tells the story anyway yeah. pretty well. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's what we got. Have a taste or a smell. It might be impossible. You could you could bring a, a real donkey in. There'd be lots of smell. 
imagination, you've got energy, yeah. and you're full of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, we should be the best teachers yeah. 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 that we can be. Yeah. I want to be the best teacher I can be in my school. And, and then you, you know, I can't apply the Word of God. I'm not allowed to in school, but we can. And we can pray for the Holy Spirit, and we can pray for healing, and we can pray for breakthroughs for children that are suffering, that are being bullied at school, or have behaviour difficulties, or just have got lack of confidence. They've got no confidence whatsoever. So thank you so much, and it's been a privilege. Thank you.